everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 55, all about Disney Springs. Disney what? Disney Springs in Florida, which I don't want people to get think thinking that this is at Disneyland in California. We're in Florida today. Yeah. Um, have I been there? <laughs> That's a joke. I've been yes. there. I've yes. Yes. Okay. Many so. Times. This is, just so you know, this is not one of the four major theme parks or the two water parks or well, anything like that. It yeah, is. It's not it, a major theme park, but there's just definitely, there's definitely a theme. Well, there is a theme, but I'm just saying there's, there's no ticket needed, right? Like it's not, um, it's different than the four main parks. So. Yeah. Yeah. But the concept is the same. Spend your money. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that so I was going to tell you that I thought it was a really clever catchphrase that Disney has for Disney Springs. They call it happily whatever you're after. Oh, you know, that's pretty clever. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. I think we're going to talk about that. So, why don't we um let's talk a little bit about the history of what Disney Springs is. So, you I think you looked up the yeah, really really original. I, I, I know it as something else. But. I literally I'm an expert on this. Yeah, from Google from 10 minutes ago. I know everything about (laughs) it. Here's what's really interesting. Um, You know, I think that most concepts are that it's new, right? Yeah. Um, But the reality is, is this place has been there from the beginning. In 1975, the Lake Buena Vista shopping village opened. Um, And two years later, they... That's kind of wordy. I'm glad It is, it is. And so so that's why two years later, they renamed it Walt Disney World Village. Okay. okay? And then um, it held on to that for about a baker... For a dozen years, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it became the Disney Village Marketplace in 89. Wow, that's a lot of rebranding. And then in 97, right? We couldn't wait a decade. We couldn't wait 12 more years. We had to wait only eight. So in 1997, it became Downtown Disney. That's what I know it as. That's what... And uh, in 2015, finally, then it was changed to Disney Disney Springs. Yeah. So it can be confusing because at Disneyland, it is still called downtown Downtown Disney, Disney, which is a shopping and restaurant area. And so I so for a while I was confused because I do remember this idea of downtown Disney, although I never went to downtown Disney um, because that was that was back when I was younger yeah. and I went with family, right? Yeah. And yeah. that was that was not part of our timeshare vacation package. Was to go to downtown Disney. Was to go to downtown Disney. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's one of those things that, you know, almost everyone that goes to Disney World can say they went to Magic Kingdom, right? Right, right. And maybe at least one or two other of the parks. So Disney Springs is not something that's like a requirement or necessary no. or always used yeah. on trips. But it's a it's huge. It's it's absolutely huge. It's 120 acres, right? It's divided up into some zones. We'll talk about what that means. Yeah. But it's really it's really interesting. It's been around for a long time, and yeah. and conceptually, they have had these moments of hey, let's do something a little different, or let's you know go in a particular direction, and say this is true to Disney form. They'll announce this big thing, put some pictures out, and then like two years later have done nothing and be like, oh yeah, we're going to do something different. Uh, (laughs) That's their prerogative, right? Well, I mean, you know, I think a lot of the the Epcot renovations have been part of that, right? I mean, a few years ago, they announced some major things they were going to do. It looked really awesome. Then they did some walls At least half of that has been scrapped, right? right? In, In favor of kind of smaller things. I think the shopping village there is 
is just different because at the end of the day, they're trying to provide an avenue for people to get whatever they're looking for. Right. Perhaps that includes people that aren't accessing the park. So this is now something that residents can right. more think, fully participate in. Yes. I think in, local people right? come local here people. a lot. But also the tourists because you're going to be exposed to a lot of different things that honestly are not part of the parks, right? Different boutique shops, restaurants, um, and so on. So I think it's I think it's great. I do like to go. It's not something I have to do every time we go. Yeah. Well, and I was just going to say, as a as a teenager when I went, I know I knew it as Downtown Disney, and so I remember the rebranding to Disney Springs because in 2015 that was um, when we were preparing to go like our first big trip as you know as with our kids yeah. and stuff. And I remember like watching all the specials and stuff, and that was the special that they were really promoting yeah. was that they rebranded Disney Springs. You were supposed to feel like it was like a um a town where you like can mine gold. And so they have these really pretty streams. It is very clean. And you know, if you like shopping, this is probably going to be one of your better shopping experiences. Um, you know, of any mall you've ever been to. Yeah, and I think that's Outdoor true. Outdoor mall. I think that's true. And 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 really if you if you really want to know the genesis of it, the credit has to go to Michael Eisner. Okay. This this is a Michael Eisner thing that, you know, in in eighty four, yeah. you know, was he uh assumed the role of chief executive of of the company. Yeah. He said, hey, we've got to find a way to keep our vacation goers from leaving the property. Right. Yeah, we've got to keep, keep the money here. here. Keep the money here, <laughs> right. right? We don't want them spending money at the airport or, you know, at these knockoff, uh, these knockoff yeah. shops yeah. on Osceola Boulevard, right? Yeah. Like, And they're all over the place, right? Yeah. Discount Disney merchandise, this and that and everything else. We want to keep them here in our bubble as much as it was possible. Yeah. And, um, and so they did that. And so... So part of that was to actually radically expand it. You know, when it opened, it literally was basically a mall. Right. But here in 84, um, he has this concept. Why don't we bring entertainment now right. to it as well? Right. And so some place to go out at night after you're done with the park. Absolutely or- right. And and they wanted to be able to compete, actually, with with things going on in downtown Orlando. Yeah, right? makes so sense. downtown Orlando, they have nightclubs, you know, dance clubs and stuff like that. He said, hey, we want to make sure that there is some An option. entertainment yeah. options for people to to do here and so there came the advent of what was called Pleasure Island right okay. Okay. and it featured nightclubs and now that's the landing is and, and here's saying? the thing here's the best part about it these were disney nightclubs right, right. okay so take the quality of the disney experience and right. apply it to a nightclub look i've been to some clubs before and it's not there's no quality there <laughs> Most of them, frankly, are just kind of gross, right? Yeah, scummy. Now, I don't know what these were like, you know, but that was the intention behind it um, was to do it. And so they opened Pleasure Island in 1986 and um, or, or construction began in, in uh, right after 1986. And in 89, it opened at the same time that Hollywood Studios did. Wow. And then they renamed it the Disney Village Marketplace. Well, let's talk a little bit about... So just the idea of trying to keep people on property. Let's talk a little bit about how um, how people can get there, right? So I'm sure that that was something they provided even back then was, hey, we're going to take a bus. You can take a bus from one of our hotels right to Disney Springs or what did it, what we know now, now know as Disney Springs. But I just want to talk a little bit about 
So there are a few resorts now. If you stay there, you can ride a boat. Um, so you can get there that way rather than a bus. And so it was Saratoga Springs, right? And that um, that's even you could walk to, it sounds like. And yeah, then... I mean, you can see it while you're standing there. Saratoga Springs is clearly visible. Right. Yeah. And then um, Port Orleans is a little ways off. Yep. And yep. then what was the other one? Old Key West. Old Key West. Yeah. yeah. And so, which I believe is also visible um, if you're looking in the right place. Yeah, so. and I just want to make a plug really quick. If you are wanting to take a Disney trip and want help booking and trying to figure out what's the best place to go, um, I can help you with that. I do Disney travel planning, and so it's it's sometimes nice to bounce ideas and locations off of somebody else that can help you with that. I'm no extra cost to you, so I would definitely be happy to to help you. You know, and that might be something that you need if you want to know, okay, I know that every night or a few times during our trip, we're going to want to go to Disney Springs. Let's have a conversation and I'll help, um, you know, steer you in the right direction. And, and that's the thing, right? Sometimes people, they look at some of those resorts that are a little bit further away from the theme parks and they're like, what's in it for me? Well, that's the benefit of having a travel agent right. who knows Disney and say, hey, here's what's in it for you, right? right? Because one of the great things about Disney Springs is there's a lot of ability to get places. Right. You know, yeah. There's a major bus bus, bus depot, depot there. Um, there's there's a lot of food. I mean, so it's great. Yeah. And again, so if you don't want to do the the boat to those resorts and, and get there that way, then um, then I just want to talk a minute about the bus and the Uber situation. OK, this People, is important. This is so important. I would just highly recommend not using Uber when you're doing Disney Springs, Uber, and it's, Lyft, no, right? It's all the any, same any terrible drop-off location. And like, this, this is why it, it has nothing to do with Uber or Lyft. Right. It's the the place that Disney has them drop them off. It's yeah. like basically they drop you off at Magic Kingdom and say, "Have a nice walk." I mean, to it's Epcot. not close. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so. Yeah, it's just it doesn't. You know, There's, I think for me when I use Uber, I'm like, oh, it's the convenience and it'll save me time and. I have learned that the the Disney bus system, as long as you're staying at a Disney resort or if you want to go to one of the Disney parks, just just stick with the the bus. The station is centrally located to Disney Springs. It's clean. It's safe. You usually don't have to wait that long for a bus. So anyway, depending on your resort. Yeah, that's one. of my. I mean, we've used like we said, the parking garage is nice. You don't have to pay for parking there. Yeah, parking is free. I will say that the parking spots were tight. I remember when I parked there. And, and it is limited. There are three garages. Yeah. Yes, and they will right? There's three garages, two yeah. on two on the side of Disney Springs, one across the street, which I believe is called the Grapefruit Garage, right? Yeah. It's the newest one, opened in 2019. But, um, And I'm not even sure. I, there must be a big walkway. I've never parked over there. Yeah. I will. I, I, I did say you could go to your... your um, to a different place, but actually they prevent you from trying to park there for free and then take a bus to one of the parks. So you have to actually go to a hotel yeah, to get to yeah. a park. So yeah. it's so not that easy. Is, so that is actually something that's really important, really interesting. Yeah. There is no direct park yeah. um, transportation service, right? And, and that is why, because you do have to pay to park yeah. when you go to the parks. Yes. So yeah. Disney dollar sign, right? <laughs> Unless you're an annual pass holder, right? In which case you You've can park for paid. free. Yeah. So. so that that was just, I wanted to make sure, I mean, we're going to dive into all the cool shops and restaurants and stuff, but you can take a boat, you can take an Uber or Lyft, but I would highly recommend 
doing the bus. And, and by personally. the way, you can take actual um, local transportation too. I think the bus service out there is the Lynx or, oh, or something okay. like that. That also runs there. There's multiple lines. Like I think it's 50 and then they're numbered 300. It's like 300 to 306. And they go to different places, actually in Orlando. Okay. Right? So they'll take, they will take you away from the bubble. If you want to leave the bubble, it is it's possible. possible. Yeah. And you can do it without having to call a rideshare service or rent a car. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, um, oh, the thought just left me. I don't know what I was going to say, so I won't say it. <laughs> Our editor. Must not have been It that must important. not have been that important. Okay. So why do most people... Well, let's go back to what you said earlier. I don't, you said, I don't have to go every time. I, I don't have to go to Disney Springs every time I have a trip. Yeah. What, what's kind of your overall feeling? Well, so for me, it's a mall, right? Okay. okay. And my purpose actually in going to Disney Springs is to buy Disney merchandise. Okay. So um, Disney Springs becomes something I want to do if I'm having trouble finding something in the parks. I feel like lately though, that has failed us. We have... Having said that, gone to World of Disney. And, having said yeah. that, and, and and this is why the biggest retailer there at Disney Springs is called World of Disney. Yeah. It is the Disney shop, yeah. right? I mean, it is absolutely enormous. Giant. Yeah. Um, most of the things you see in the theme parks, you you can find there, and you can also find in a few other smaller uh, Disney theme shops there Throughout in Disney Springs. The Disney right? Springs, yeah. Not everything. There is definitely merchandise that is theme park exclusive. Um, also keep in mind, not everything you see in either one at World of Disney or in the theme parks is available on Shop Disney, the app right. or the website. OK, I, this is something it's, to tell you the truth. I don't understand. Yeah, it's um, a hunt, which sometimes is fun, but most of the time is annoying. When yeah. You're trying to find something. And, and, and part of the problem is, you know, maybe you find a shirt that you love, but they don't have the size that you want yeah. in the park. And so you're you're now looking for it and you're looking for it everywhere. And sometimes you can't find it. To me, I do feel like this is just constructive criticism i feel like they should be able to offer us a way to order certain things in the theme parks if they want to keep it inclusive that's fine let me order it while i'm there and get it but you know i i don't know they they want to collect our money with parking instead of the t-shirt size you want this is this is the point that i make about like virtual queues right? like you gotta let's expand the virtual queue system because that's more time i'm spending in your shops it's right and i have a problem when i get in your shops and it's that i spend my money right well you and i have the dvc and the annual pass discounts we're like it's not that much money there's a discount oh it's a ridiculous amount of money but you know that discount does make me feel pretty good (laughs) does Okay, so that just let's just dive right in. So let's talk about shopping. So I'm just not I'm not a huge shopper. I I, I don't know. I appreciate cool displays, but I'm really I think my mindset is so much on I want to play here. I want to do the parks. I don't want to like do the work that it takes to try stuff on and, and look. But some people wanted a day of just shopping. So that's a great opportunity. Most of the main, you know, Vera Bradley and a lot of the main shops that you would expect at, sh- at places at, you at a find. mall at a, boot- at, the, at a, at a cool, high-end mall yeah. right and i'll just say like vera bradley specifically are gonna have some disney stuff too yeah. so there are there are benefits of shopping there that most, you wouldn't have at other most of those boutique malls. shops do have some you know kind of exclusive disney theme merchandise right. that's kind of true and, that, and that's that's a neat thing yeah but but not all of them do. I mean, I, for the most part, just really think about this as you're going into it. What you really have here is you have a really big high end outdoor mall. Right. 
tons. I mean, it's not just obviously it's not just stores owned by Disney. It's yeah. it's all the it's stores. It's the stores yeah. you would find in a mall, not anchor stores, right? right. You're not going to have your Macy's your Macy's or, and stuff there. Yeah. But you're going to you're going to find, you know, your typical boutique retailers. Um, I mean, there's, I think they have like a giant H and M there for instance, right? Which in some places is an anchor store. This one's really big, so it could be, but, but you know, you're there on Disney property. You're going to find Disney merchandise pretty much everywhere you go in one shape, form or another. Yeah. So we've already mentioned world of Disney. That's like a pretty much every time we go, we're going to go to that shop. And then I think another shop that we, as we have four sons, and I have a grown man that likes these is Legos. We go to the Lego store. Yeah, there's the Lego store. And they just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, I mean, Legos always have a really cool store, but they have made it so fun. They have such cool displays. There's even one out in the water. Um, just, and they change those yes. displays out, right? And so when I'm, we talk about displays, I'm saying, they, Giant you know, like the biggest one that I ever saw was the Incredible Hulk. Right. Made out of Legos. Like he was as big as you would expect I the think Incredible that one was at Hulk Disneyland. to be in real life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw one at Springs too. But, oh, okay. I mean, I've seen all sorts of different characters and, yeah. and they, they change those out and it's really neat. Made out of Legos. And you can but actually the, buy Legos and there. You can it's buy not Legos. just displays. But here's the thing. That's what you should be aware of. Now, that is just a Lego store, okay? Yeah. And there's nothing you can f- you can find in that Lego store that you can't actually buy in another Lego store or on their website, yeah. okay? So there's not any real exclusive stuff happening there. Really, that's for the experience of their displays. Yeah. Your kids won't believe that. Right. <laughs> kids are going to believe, oh, if I don't get I this, go to this special. If I don't get this set here, I'm never going to see it ever again. Um, you can probably order it online. And I them. haven't checked the prices, yeah. but I have a sneaky suspicion that they might be just slightly higher there yeah. than what you find in other places sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So World of Disney Lego store, there's a cute little shop um, over by the Star Wars store. I don't remember what that one's called, but there's a left-handed, like, for, for if you have somebody in your family that's all only yeah, left-handed. I don't know if it's always there. That's that's kind of just a yeah, kiosk. Yeah, I, I think it's been there for a while, but it's a cute little kiosk. So if you have a lefty in your world, it's kind of fun to go and Well, I think we should talk about that Star Wars store. Well, though. yeah. Not what skip is, over that. I, I was going to go back, but okay. I don't remember the name of it. I think it's called the Galactic Trading Post. Okay. Um, I'm going to look it up in a minute, but it was over in what the original, you know, Lake Buena Vista, whatever was village called, village place. Or, <laughs> so I already lost. Words. What was it called? The Lake Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village. Yeah. Now it's um, called. Um, is that called the Landing? I get them all confused. They're yes. they all have a little neighborhood. I believe that's now. Uh, I don't. We don't even yeah. know where it, it's, it's, it's the marketplace. It's, it's marketplace. Yeah, the, the market Landing place. was where the comedians were. So anyway, marketplace is where you would get that. Like and, and so um, here's a couple of words of caution about that. I have I have experienced that particular shop in different ways over time. A, a while ago, there were exclusive things in that shop. In fact, there were things that I did not find in Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios right. in that shop. And I thought that was really, really kind of cool. It was also kind of lame because I'm like, Look, there shouldn't be anything available here I couldn't buy in a theme park unless they were sold out, right? Right, yeah. Now, though, lately, and this is probably the last two or three times I've gone because it is a place I make sure I stop by. I haven't found anything there that I didn't see in the theme parks. And to be quite honest, the quality of the stuff they're selling there is is not the high-end stuff. It's kind of... And we became were there. We shopped there in November, right? So, yeah, so it's, this is it's fairly been recent. within the last six months. I, I've I, I haven't gone to that shop 
hardly at all. But I know the last time I was there, it seemed like the shelves were kind of bare. The I'm shelves like, were very, but there I'm was like, hardly anything it? out. I didn't, I didn't Maybe know what was going on. Maybe it was a supply on. issue. But. It could be. Now, one thing that's really cool, though, what can you buy there? You can buy a legacy lightsaber. And when I talk about legacy lightsaber, I mean a lightsaber that you don't build yourself. But these are the high-end replica sabers, yeah. just like you can buy um, at Doc Ondar's uh, Den of Antiquities in Galaxy's Edge and Hollywood Studios. So um, they have them available there for sale. The prices are the same as what you'd pay inside the park. So, I mean, there's there's bonus, bonuses and benefits there. Um, benuses. You, benuses. <laughs> is a benesis. I was like, is that like Elaine Benes? Elaine Benes. From Seinfeld. <laughs> um, but, uh, he is always so eloquent, guys. So when he messes up, it just, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's funny. I didn't mess up. Oh, okay. That's I what said you it meant. on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> These are the benesses, I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, so so they do have those available. There, there's lim- the selection is limited. Okay, so they don't have all of the ones that you could possibly buy at Doc Ondar's. But okay, that's cool. Well, and then and then the other big Disney shop, yeah, is the Christmas shop. Oh, yes. So That's also over in the marketplace area. Yep, just right across from the Star Wars trading post there. Um, they have a, it's primary, I'll just tell you right now, it's primarily ornaments. They also have a great selection of Halloween stuff and ornaments, right? At um, the Christmas shop. <laughs> mostly Nightmare Before Christmas oh, themed stuff. So it, yeah. it goes together, right? Kind but of, yeah. um, there's, there's a lot of that. I, I think that for me personally, the Christmas shop, what is it, Yoldi Christmas Shoppy? Right, that has the cinnamon In the smell. Magic Kingdom, yeah. um, probably actually has a better selection overall of different Christmas items. Right. But this particular shop does have more ornaments. So if that's what you're looking for, you'll find a lot of that there. Well, while we're on the topic of Christmas, I, I'm just thinking of that particular area, like Earl of Sandwich and all that's over there. I just remember one one particular Christmas tree. So they have themed Christmas trees all over Disney Springs. You can, there's like a whole map and you can like find them all and do a sort all sorts of things. But there was a really cute Toy Story themed um, Christmas tree outside of um, oh, that yeah. area. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's if if you're there at the at Christmas time, um, probably November to beginning of January. Like go ahead over there and just I mean that's just a fun little excursion to go and see all yeah. of the. I mean, last time we were there in November, they had the, um, yeah, Nightmare Before No, it was a Haunted Mansion-themed tree that we just thought oh, was yes, so cool. Oh, yes, that's right. Cool. And it was really cool, and it had a lot of the characters in it, yeah. so that was neat. The, the the trees, obviously, they rotate out every year. There's different themes of what they're trying to do. I don't know. I, I, is different it really? themes every year, because it's, it's a little bit of a scavenger hunt for what they're doing. They have oh, different designers, okay. actually, and people kind of come up with it and, and do it. And oh, so well, that makes they have me plaques go with again. credit to this was, you know, imagined so so. by so-and-so. Um, oh, and uh, one more Disney shop there. Okay. Don't forget this one. There's actually two, but. I have two more I was going to mention. <laughs> one is Goofy's Candy Company. Oh, yes. Okay, so if you're looking for your confectionery, um, you know, sweet tooth attack. Because they don't have any other sugars at Disney at all. No, none. Yeah, this is this the is only the place. Only place. <laughs> this is the only place. No, but they do have, it's basically a, a, a large confectionery. Maybe it's not large. I don't know. It always feels kind of cramped in there to me, even though the shop feels like it's big. Yeah. But pretty much the full selection of things you'd see in the parks. And then the last one would be kind of this uh, co-op. Oh, yeah. And so this Disney-themed co-op. 
this is actually a place where you will find some definitely unique merchandise you won't see in other places. Yeah. Some of it is is Clothes. artwork and clothing. Yeah. And there's a lot of, and you can it customize some things. It feels open and big there too. This is the place where if you want to get the candles that smell like your favorite ride, they can make it for you like yeah. right there in the shop. It's kind of cool. So oh, that makes those are all the Disney there. shops that I can really think of. I guess there's a Disney home shop too. There it's used a little to bit be. further away. There used to be. I haven't seen it lately. I don't know if it's there anymore. That's where we got the, the train set we have yeah. around our Christmas tree. And that, that might have just been absorbed by World of Disney. I don't know. but Yeah. So, okay, my two shops, last two shops I was going to mention are, they kind of bleed into our next topic, which is Eats. But the M&M shop. So if you've ever been to Times Square, there's a really cool M&M store at Times Square. And so this one isn't as big or as cool, but it's still really, I think, a must-see, you know, place, even if you don't care about M&Ms. It's just yeah. so vibrant and just whimsical. I would definitely recommend the M&M store. That's store. Um, oh. <laughs> Venice's. Oh, Venice's. <laughs> Venice's going to the store. store. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, um M&M store that is on the west side so or west end or west side is what they call it so it's like really far away from everything but M&M store is cool and then the other one I'll mention is the ganachery so this is actually owned by Disney and very cool Disney themed like exclusive um, truffles and bonbons yeah there's a pastry chef that like full time like yeah they're making things by hand Um, chocolates yeah really cool we had the the hot chocolate we got there, the hot chocolate, which is which like is, which basically is almost, it's like Italian hot chocolate, right? It's basically a candy bar, pudding. a candy bar melted, or yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah very thick. Uh, you didn't mention another world. What the world of Coca Cola? Oh my gosh, I totally How forgot. Could you forget world That's of like a, another one that that is my an, family it, loves. It's like the biggest store there. It's store store. Is it three or four stories? Sean it's, Connery. <laughs> it's actually four. And yeah. and this is why I know it's four because there's three of shopping and then there's a rooftop. Oh yeah, where you can go taste. Where all the- they have a bar, um, and I mean it might actually be a real bar too, but like it's a Coke bar. Yeah, they make all these kinds of crazy drinks. Yeah, like crazy Coke style drinks. Yeah, because Coca Cola, by the way, is more than just the actual drink Coca Cola. It's all of their brands, right? You've got your Fantas, you've got your Sprites, you've yeah. got everything from around the world, just like you could taste. At um, Club Cool in Epcot. Right. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Definitely love to go there. It's super, um, just so many cool And a lot of cool, a lot of cool Coke merchandise. Yeah. If you like Coca-Cola, it's great. It's international stuff, international themed yeah. Coca-Cola merchandise. And you can buy like your favorite drinks too. So that's great. I When I got a hankering for a cherry Coke, I know that I can count on the world of Coke. To fill your need. Up. Pay four dollars for a bottle of Coke or six or something ridiculous. It's probably but, something crazy. But your annual pass discount is valid at the World of Coca Cola, so yeah. that's kind of cool. So that's Not something all the we stores, should. Yeah. So let's bring that up, right? Not all of them, but a lot of the stores there in Disney Springs will accept your annual pass or your Disney Vacation Club discount, discount right? Which is nice, and so, some of the restaurants too. So let's go over. Um, some of our favorite eats. Now, there are way more than we're going to list. I mean, you guys can look them up. Um, but I thought we'd go over the ones that we've experienced so we can kind of give you a little bit of a taste of, of what, what those are like. So first of all, I was going to go over um, 
one of my favorites, which is Amaret's Patisserie. Mm. It's right by World of Disney. It's owned by Disney. Um, and we've also, I mean, amazing, like the French um, type cakes, like they're not American cakes, right? Like they yeah. have, you know, all the different layers that you would see, but they have like a key lime pie and they have a really good chocolate chip cookie, which Listen, isn't French I, at all. But I have never gotten anything in Amaret's that I didn't think was just absolutely delicious. Yeah. So I, I want to mention that we loved eating there, but we did do the cake decorating experience there. Yeah, so there's, there. there's, there's an experience. Yeah. And it's only certain times of day. I think it was early morning, but you have a chance to go in and learn how to decorate a Mickey Mouse cake that was just so fun. So I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it. I think it's back at this point. I don't know. I'd have to check if yeah. that's something you can do. But you got you do have to make reservations, right? It does cost money. Um but it's really, really awesome because you're taught by these Disney pastry chefs, right? Yeah. And they How give to you make like, the actual Disney stuff that they are serving in the theme parks. Yeah. You get to make it and then you get to keep it and then you get to eat it. Yeah. It so cool. All the things. And they even give you like the, like the, the, you know, the backstory on like how they get approval for certain designs. It was yep. just, it was learning and fun. And did you know lawyers play a huge role in what you eat at Disney World? Oh my gosh, I had no idea. <laughs> Didn't either until yep. I mean, they, but the lawyers they they're the ones. I mean, they're holding those pastry chefs back, right? They're like, I want to create, and the lawyers are like, No, no creation for you. Or you didn't. Those ears do not look like our yeah. ears. You have yep. to do it. You got to make it right, or we're going to lose our trademarks. Yeah, yeah. So. um that's one place that I typically like to go if I can. Um, and then I will mention another place to eat slash entertainment. And I will just say there is a lot of entertainment throughout Disney Springs, especially at nighttime. There's a lot of bands. There's a lot of live music. But I've been here a couple of times and it's Raglan Road. It's an Irish pub, um, restaurant and pub. And so, so, so fun. I mean, just like... Like amazing shepherd's pie, get the cheese. They they're like, do you want cheese on that? I'm like, yes, I do. Um, that's just a tip. But but they have live entertainment there. They have dancer Celtic dancers. They do have they dance music. on the tabletops? Yeah, yes, they they well, absolutely then do. That's authentic. Yeah, no, they do. It's right there. And if you, I've only had. It was kind of funny. I've been twice, and they sat me at the same really amazing seat both times. But um, but yeah, so that is a place I would recommend to eat. And entertainment. I have a friend that's going and I'm like, just go and get dessert. Like, even if you're not worried about eating a meal there. So what are some places that you think of when you think of eating there? I'll tell you, every time I go, there's only one place that I always think of. Okay. Even though we've only eaten there once, but that is Morimoto Asia. Oh, that's right. So, of course, you know, Chef Morimoto is the Iron Chef, right? And... um you know, world famous, world class. He's got restaurants all over the world, including at Disney Springs. Yeah. And the restaurant inside is just absolutely incredible. Beautiful. The decor yeah. is is beautiful. But we went and we had the Peking duck. Yes. Which is a specialty item. It's not available all the time because it takes a long time to prepare. And uh, and if they run out, they run out. So but that's the place. Every time I go, I'm like, oh, I just want to go to Morimoto. Your mouth waters, yeah. My mouth waters, even we've though. We've only been once. It's we have. Sad. Um, but it's because we always have these children. They won't eat anything there. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like good food. We love them. Okay, speaking of our children, the place that they, well, at least three out of the four would want to go every time is Chicken Guy. The Chicken Guy. 
So there's Planet Hollywood, which is um, a um, Guy Fieri restaurant, and the kitchen is all attached. Um, chicken Guy, it's all in the same. Planet Hollywood's not kitchen. a Guy Fieri restaurant, right? Yeah, it is. It is now. Now he owns it. Yeah, I think he's owned it for a while. Really? So yeah, he bought it from the governor. Planet Hollywood. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger used to own it, didn't he? Um, pretty sure. Oh yeah, that was a while ago though. Interesting. So anyway. They, it's all the same kitchen, and so it's the same stuff. But my our kids love that. They have a, like 23 different sauces that you can dip these chicken in. I think personally the highlight of um, of Chicken Guy, though, is the fries. Because I don't know what they put on those fries. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of sugar on there because I'm just like, I can't eat enough of these. Yeah, and those, so, fries, those fries are pretty good. The yeah. shakes are pretty good, too. Yeah. Shakes actually are legit. Yeah. So our kids love that. Um, and, that, and the nice thing about that one is it's pretty inexpensive for Disney standards. Yeah. Now, um, you, now you, there's a good chance you're going to wait. Okay. But there, it's not like a but restaurant where you're, there's a waiter. That's like, right. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It is a quick service, and so maybe you're not going to be able to find a table, and you're going to have to wait in a little bit of a line. But the line moves quickly. Yeah. And and I mean that's good and bad. The good news is you get your order, and the bad news is there may not be a table for you. Right. They have recently expanded it though, so there is more seating oh, available, and so that's helpful. But still, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a favorite of our of our sons. So let's talk a little bit about um, STK because you and our friend Dak I, went. I don't once. want. I don't want to get sued. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say, listen. You know, here's the thing. This is this is a generic comment. This is, had nothing to do with. We did we did eat at STK Orlando once, and it was a nice restaurant. Um, wasn't the best experience for us. I think part of it is when you're there, go do something different, right? You know, STK's got restaurants all over the place. They're just like there's different ones in different cities. Yeah, I think yeah, I saw one in know, Nashville. It, 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 it's a steakhouse, right? Yeah. It's just it just, and I guess that's what I'm saying is. Don't do ordinary stuff. Right. Right. Go do unique things. You know, for instance, you want to do something unique? Why don't you go eat on the Empress Lily? Do you know what the Empress Lily is? Uh, is that a boat? I don't know. Yeah. It's now known as the Paddlefish, which is a restaurant. But but the Empress Lily, that's what it originally was. That yeah. boat's been there from the beginning. Right. Oh, that's 1977. Neat. I didn't realize that. That's a giant restaurant. It too. was christened, in fact, by... Lillian Disney. Oh my gosh. Walt's, so Walt's cool. wife. Right? I can't believe they changed the name. And so um, originally it had four separate entertainment and dining areas. Um, and then in the mid 1990s, uh, a different restaurant group, you know, Took it over. signed a contract to yeah. take it over for 20 years. And then in 95, basically the Empress Lily closed. They remodeled it. The old smokestacks and the paddle meal, uh, paddle, paddle wheel. <laughs> They were removed, right? They were, they were rotting out. They were rusting. Listen, and stuff. if we make one more error with what we say, people are turning they're, us off. They're like, I'm never going to sign up for these people. Okay, and so then in 1996, it became Fulton's Crab House, and then and then Fulton's Crab House closed in in 2016, and it became the Paddlefish. Paddle there you go. But that's look, that's unique. I haven't eaten there, but it's it, really cool. It's looking. actually a boat. Yeah. Okay, right. But it's a building. But it's a building. Yeah. I mean, it's a permanent. Boat, boat on this wharf pier yeah whatever um but go do something unique don't go to don't STK. be lame like us and go to just a steakhouse yeah and i think so let's just talk a little bit about how you ended up there sometimes well, actually well 
That's a good that's a good point. Well, I think part of it is when you're at home and you're like, I wonder what reservations I can get. Yeah. You fall victim to what they send you. And usually if you're finding something, especially if it's last minute, it's There's probably not very good. And so yeah. isn't that how you ended up going there? That really was it, yeah. you know. So this was this was actually our it's our annual guys trip, right? And um our group of guys just ended up being me and Dak. Yeah. <laughs> so that was okay. <laughs> it it uh there was a lot of comments and, and interesting looks Weirdness, from people yeah. to, you know, these two bald guys sitting down at the restaurant, you know, high end steakhouse <laughs> on a Friday night together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, yeah. look, you go with your however you want. But that was the thing is um, I I said, hey, is it, it was Dak's birthday. I wanted to yeah. I wanted to treat him for his birthday. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to we're going to just do something nice. It's just it's just us. Right? right. No big deal. Don't have to worry about anybody else. You know, sometimes you have a big group. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I don't want to spend that kind of money. I was like, "Nah, man, it's us. We're going to do it. And so, of course, you get on, on there. Well, you get online and you're like, where can I get a ADR at? Yeah. That was like literally the only place that had and ADRs why. available. And so that's where we ended up. That was that was unfortunate. I, could, I would have gone to the Empress Lily had that been an option. Okay. Well, let me just, I'm just going to go through a few more restaurant recommendations. So SDK is not recommended, but we have been, so we have experience. I will recommend as far as a restaurant, um, two more, two more restaurants. So Art Smith's Homecoming, which is super hard to get into. I've talked about it a lot on here. It was Oprah Winfrey's um, personal chef for a long time. Chef Art Smith. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's an amazing, I think, I mean, it's, it's the health coach in me is like, don't go, right? But like. Now that food is not good for you. It's, I mean, it's it's down home Southern cooking, but if you go for just dessert, there are some pretty good desserts there, um, just saying. But the macaroni and cheese is also really good. Um, and then the other restaurant that I'd recommend, but forget about it. If you don't, if you're not doing that 60 days in advance, you're not going to homecoming because that one books up really quickly. It's a smaller restaurant. It's very popular. Um, maybe lunch is probably one you might be able to get. But then the other restaurant I've been to is the Boathouse, not to be confused with paddle. What is it? Paddle, whatever. Paddlefish. Paddlefish. So the Boathouse, um, it's a really cool restaurant. They, I've always wanted to try the Mile High pie it's like one of those giant um ice cream cakes you're never gonna eat that with me because you don't like ice cream I don't cake. Like ice cream but cakes. you need like at least probably five or six people to order it um one day it will happen but anyway the the boathouse that's a very popular restaurant very fun but really good food too um let me just go through a few more of these more quick service type places so deluxe burger I didn't personally have the best experience there, but it was like the height of 2020 and like we couldn't eat indoors and like ordering our food. It was like, don't look at us or, you know, I just remember all that. So I need to go back again when it's not all these restrictions. But I do remember the burger being good. Um, We went to Pizza Ponte. I don't know, whatever that's called. Pizza Ponte. Yeah. So what what was your feeling on that one? That was another quick service. I thought it was fine for pizza. I mean, you know, pizza slices, they were they were big. Um, definitely, definitely better than what you would find at the airport or in the mall, um, in terms of like, you know, quick service pizza slices, uh, wasn't like, didn't blow me away, Yeah, but they were really big slices. I'll give them that much. Yeah. It it was a little strange. I felt like there, there wasn't a lot of organization in getting us our food. Right. They seemed a little bit, (laughs) Um, yeah. So I'll just say that that was, you know, and, and this was like 
a fairly busy time out in Disney Springs. Yeah. They weren't particularly busy inside, but you know, we I, it was it was fine. Let me just put it that way. It was fine. Yeah, we had okay. Um, now Pizza Ponte is actually right there next to. Um, yeah, it's attached called, to a restaurant, um, Mario and Enzo's or something. Uh, I think it's Maria and Enzo's, Enzo's Ristorante. Okay, yes, thank you. And that's Italian food. Haven't eaten there, but uh, yeah, the pizza place is fine. So the last eats that I'm going to bring up, well, the last one I've been to and then the one I want to try, um, and then we'll kind of wrap things up, is um, Gideon's Bakehouse. Now, I've wait, waited many a time in line for this place and tried different things, the cookies, the cake. I mean, they are super Instagrammable, but I honestly have never and, eaten. And, and the the shop itself is a cool experience. Pretty amazing just to be in there and look around. To tell yeah. you the truth, I feel like actually I'm at Universal Studios in the middle of uh, Hogsmeade in one of their shops right. there, right? Because that's kind of like on that. Haunted Mansion. It's, it's that, that yeah. kind of vibe, yeah, right? Yeah. It's very Harry Potterish, in yeah. my opinion. So just personally for me, I haven't had anything there that makes me ever want to go back. Yeah, but that is that is the thing. We've I mean, I've tried the peanut butter, I've tried the chocolate chip, I've tried the red velvet cake. Um, yeah, none of none of it's been bad. But you're also like, I waited a long time to. And it get this. looks like it's so so good, yeah. and I just eat it. And there's it's something they have something in one of their leavenings or flour or something that I just it just has a weird. I I don't know. It's not my it's not my favorite. So I'll mention, cool place. Um, before you get to the one you want to try, let me just talk about one that I have been to. You okay. have not, okay. but I went there with Will and Jack. Um, we actually, this was, it was late one night and we were hungry and we were looking for something and we were able to walk up and get in. And that was the Frontera Cocina. Okay. So it's Mexican food. Um, it can be pretty pricey at nighttime, especially for Mexican food, but I've seen worse. Um, but it is, uh, I thought it was fine. Our children... We're looking forward to chips and queso. They wanted Tex-Mex. They wanted Tex-Mex. Yeah. And so just be be aware, right? Those of you that are here from... Texas. You know, the yeah. promised land, you know, <laughs> where we know what queso is. Yes. Their queso was literally just a bowl of melted cheese, right? And so it was not dippable. <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to do yeah. with it, right? It was literally like, like the, it was like a pizza topping just right. in a bowl. And you're Without. like... And they and they served it with chips, and I'm like, well, what are you supposed to do with this? Anyways, I ate it. The, the children were not amused. You must have been pretty hungry. I was starving. Yeah. I did think the food was pretty good, though. I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. They were quick. Um, so I would recommend it, actually. Yeah. I think it's a fine place. Just but be aware if you order the queso. And I, I remember, actually, when we asked the waiter, because the kids were like, well, is it yellow or is it white queso? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, it's just queso. And... You know, he's thinking it's cheese. He was he was he was he was Mexican. Yeah. He was from Mexico, so, right? Yeah, and he wasn't thinking queso dip that no, we have. In no, he's just Houston. thinking queso. That translates to cheese. cheese. You want melted cheese? I'll bring you a bowl of melted cheese. It's on the menu, right? right? So be aware. Okay. So the place that I would like to go because I do like a donut. They actually have Joffrey's, a few of them, at Disney Springs. But usually when I'm there, I don't get the Joffrey's because there's other, like, Amorettes or something else that I want to get. But there is a place called Glazed, and that seems like a place that I need to try. So one of these days, I'm going to get there. It's over on the West End, over by, like, M&M's. Everglazed? Oh, Everglazed, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Everglazed Donuts and Cold Brew. 
So anyway, one day, and it's actually the last place that I want to cover not food. I guess you can get food there um, is Splitsville. So it is a bowling alley, but it's not like your, you know, 80s bowling alley with all the smoke smell and stuff. It's like a two-story what bowling alley that has like, it's not like, and it's not like all lined up. Like they have it in little sections. So you feel like you're kind of in an exclusive, nice, quieter area when you're bowling. I don't know. It's just really cool. I took our younger two when we went a few years ago. Um, loved it. I thought it was pretty reasonable priced for bowling. I mean, I feel like bowling even here locally can be pricey. So I felt like it was reasonable. Something fun to do. Um, from what I hear, the food is also really good there. We didn't order food. That was the time we got Deluxe Burger. Mm. And <laughs> yeah. In a bag. And they're like, don't look at us here. Take this bag and leave. And, yeah. Um, Practically throwing your stuff at you. and You know. Get out. I, get out. I feel like we've only scratched the surface of Disney Springs. We have. I'm I'm like looking at the map right now and I'm like, oh yeah, and this. Oh yeah, and this. Oh yeah, and this. Yeah. Um there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we've never experienced. And I know, that's but because I've, it's such a big place. Right. Um and, and you seriously I mean, you could spend a whole day there. You probably should not. Yeah. I, because I agree with you. You should go to the parks. <laughs> Right. Or go to your hotel resort and, and yeah. have have fun at the pool. Like, don't waste all of your time out here shopping and eating at this place. But it's pretty cool. I, I'm just going to say that. It's pretty cool. I wouldn't fault you if you did that. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't go out of your way. But at the same time, it it is a very nice um, shopping area. Now, I will fault you if you decide after listening to this episode and of all of the things we've recommended you end up at the Rainforest Cafe, right? You will get no <laughs> points from me for that. If you want to stare at the volcano while it blows up, that's great, right? Go eat somewhere other than the Rainforest Cafe. We are going to get sued. Don't hang out at the Build-A-Bear workshop. They're like, it's like in every pseudo-tourist town on the planet, right? right? They've got one of those. There's nothing special about that there. Maybe there is. Maybe the boat ride at Rainforest actually is a Mickey-themed boat, and I don't know that, but I doubt it. I don't think they have a ride there. Every rainforest cafe has a ride, right? I don't think so. Maybe. We don't even know know what what we're talking about. I'm never going to find out because I'm not going. (laughs) But I do watch the volcano when it blows up. That actually is pretty. It's actually, I feel like, a bigger volcano than what I've seen in other places. But maybe it's not. Who knows? All right, guys. Well, let us know what your thoughts are on Disney Springs. We're at Whistle While You Work podcast on Instagram. If you want help planning a trip, let me just let me help you. I, I'm like over here clapping my hands eager to help, help people. Help me help you. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. Help me help you. Yeah. So I'm on um, Unlocking the Magic Travel. Um, so you can find me over there if you're, uh, or you could just go to our Instagram and reach out. Um, or kmackay at unlockingthemagictravel.com at email. So any of those places, we could... Uh, send you a free quote and figure out a way to to build the trip that you want have a magical time yeah and have some benesses yeah have a have a benesses time at the shops at the yeah at the stores at the stores (laughs) Stores. (laughs) all right guys have a good one bye